Hello, my name's Florence. Welcome to the OBS pod. I'm an NHS obstetrician, hoping to share some thoughts and experiences about my working life. Perhaps you enjoy Call the Midwife, maybe birth fascinates you, or you're simply curious about what exactly an obstetrician is. You might be pregnant and preparing for birth. Perhaps you work in maternity and want to know what makes your obstetric colleagues tick, or you want some fresh ideas and inspiration. Whichever of these is the case, and for that matter, anyone else that's interested, the OBSPOD is for you. Episode 76, Black History Month. It's October. It's that time of year again. It's Black History Month. Last year, I was delighted to record a joint episode with my colleague Grace of the Brown Mama, Brown Me podcast. And I'm definitely going to reshare that again this year because it's still very pertinent and relevant to how things are today. But I felt that Black History Month was too important to let it pass without an episode for itself. This year, the theme of Black History Month is Proud to Be. I really like that theme. Last year in my hospital, as part of Black History Month, a series of stories were shared on our intranet. These were stories of everyday NHS workers working amongst us at the hospital, day in, day out, side by side. I was interested to discover that although I knew a number of the colleagues that were featured in these stories, I knew surprisingly little about their background, what had shaped them, where they'd come from, whether they were born in the UK or whether they'd come here either as children or adults, and what their family background had meant for them and what the challenges were that they'd faced, either with education or career progression. I really enjoyed the stories. It made me feel bad that I wasn't as aware of what the stories behind my colleagues' lives were. It made me curious. It made me think that we should spend far more time talking to one another. And then some of these divisions and inequalities that we talk about in healthcare would hopefully become a thing of a past. There's been quite a lot of talk about inequality recently. And as I mentioned in last year's episode with Grace, inequality in maternity and the higher chance of a less good outcome for mother and baby with women of black or Asian minority ethnicity is really worrying and something that we have to pay a lot of attention to. But inequality and trying to improve that and standardise care so that you receive the same care and high quality care regardless of your background, whilst that's important, it shouldn't mean that we then start to restrict choices. I can't help but feel in the last year in maternity there's been a little bit of a problem that we're so focused on the risk associated with women's ethnicity And let's face it, 
it may be nothing to do with ethnicity and totally to do with our own bias, that we're starting to suggest more intervention for these women. And that may be taking away and restricting their choices, which is another form of inequality. The recent idea that inequality as a word can be scrapped in the wake of the abolition of public health England and replaced with the word disparity is also extremely worrying. Disparity is not the same. Disparity to me means that there's a difference, a difference between outcomes and there's no judgment about which is better or worse. Whereas inequality suggests that someone is worse off. It's not just a difference, it's a disadvantage. And so I think retention of inequality and discussion around inequality in a healthcare setting is extremely important. One of the things that prompted this episode today was listening to Radio 2 on my way into work, as I frequently do. I was thrilled to hear the story of Betty, Betty Campbell, one of the founders of Black History Month. Betty was the first black headmistress in Wales and one of the founders of Black History Month. And as I heard her talked about with enormous enthusiasm on the radio, it made me realise what an amazing woman she was. She was doing what would be considered a normal job within our community, teaching children and leading a school. But why was it that for her that was suggested to be unobtainable? And why was it for her that when she decided that children should be taught black history, that she was also told that would never happen? So when you think about proud to be, proud to be, for me, personifies in Betty. And I expect that in the NHS, there are many Bettys, many outstanding colleagues from all sorts of backgrounds who perhaps have had to overcome assumptions from the rest of us throughout their life to attain the same achievements that we might take for granted. We need to celebrate our Bettys. We need to celebrate each and every member of staff from a black or Asian background, from every type of ethnic minority. They make the NHS a richer place. And if we share our stories, we could learn an enormous amount. We can't sit back. In recent weeks, I've also been watching a documentary about the Premier League. It's called Fever Pitch. And I was really taken with an interview with Les Ferdinand, one of the few black chief executives of a football club. He said, the time for gestures is over. Yes, it's fantastic seeing players take the knee. And yes, the kick it out of campaign against racism in football and football supporters is brilliant. But this programme demonstrated that that Kick It Out campaign has been going for more than two decades. He suggested the time for gestures is past. 
We need action, action, but not tokenism. And so in Black History Month, I'd like you all to take action. You don't have to go out and start a revolution. You just have to start examining what you're doing day in, day out. Noticing those little microaggressions or comments. Throw away remarks. I was recently outside my vet. A chap on a bicycle who happened to be black cycled up and asked those of us that were waiting, what were we waiting for? Why were we all standing on the pavement? People looked at their shoes. Someone actively turned and walked away. I answered him. I said it's a vet. And then we had a conversation about dogs. His dog, my dog, he wanted to know was the vet any good? Did I think it was a good place to bring his dog? We had a good chat. I couldn't help but feel that maybe it was his ethnicity that had made people turn away. And that was really awful to witness. And these are the little moments, the moments we need to challenge, the moments we need to step in and take action. It doesn't have to be pulling down a statue. It doesn't have to be renaming a building. It just has to be stepping up and trying to do our best to tackle that inequality wherever we see it. So this week's zesty bit is... If you're a healthcare worker, go to your work, find your Betty, find those inspiring colleagues from black and ethnic minority groups, ask them about their heritage, their backgrounds, their stories, they will have amazing things to tell you and they will challenge your assumptions and open your eyes. I recently read a fantastic article by Bernadine Evaristo. I absolutely love her book, Girl, Woman, Other, but her description of growing up as a black child in the 70s, the things she was called, the way people treated her, was eye-opening. And we need to absorb and digest and understand this, understand how it feels for our colleagues every day. And if you're a pregnant woman listening to this, Maybe you're part of an ethnic minority. Know that we really are interested in what you have to say. Do you feel you're witnessing inequality? Do you feel that you're suffering from unequal treatment? The only way we're going to find out is if you tell us. And I know it can be daunting to feed back to us. And I know you can be apprehensive at calling it out. But help us, help us see where these problems are so we can correct them. If it's too difficult to broach staff individually, you could talk to your local maternity voice partnership or you could ask to see the professional midwifery advocate at your maternity service or one of the midwifery managers. Or you can go through PALS, the patient advice and liaison service that every maternity service has. And maybe you're not from a minority ethnic background, but you might witness things 
sitting in our waiting rooms in our antenatal clinic or on our postnatal wards. Perhaps you will see little things. Perhaps you can talk to those women and get their feedback if they feel unable to approach us themselves. And perhaps you can speak up when you witness things that you think aren't quite right or that we could do better. Each one of us, if we witness inequality, has a responsibility to speak out. And for Black History Month, proud to be, let those women, whether they be staff or birthing mothers or partners, shine and be allowed to be proud to be. I do hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of The Obs Pod. Feel free to contact me on Twitter at FWMaternity or at The Obs Pod to ask me questions, give me topics for future episodes or let me know what you think. It's absolutely fantastic when you get in touch. I really enjoy reading your comments. As usual, I've tried to include in the programme notes some extra reading about this particular topic, both for professionals working in maternity care and for pregnant women using services. I'd like to reassure you that although I'm talking about my experiences working in maternity care, I take confidentiality very seriously and do not give any personal information about any of my patients. If you've enjoyed listening, I'd love you to recommend the OBSPOD to friends or colleagues. And please do leave me a review on whichever podcast directory you find my episodes. Many thanks for listening.